Amen. Welcome back to our people on the stream. See, you should have come. I know some of you aren't able to, but we're glad that you can be here when you can be. Please, all across this place, those online, stand up on your feet. Give a great big KC welcome to our dear brother, Ivan Taylor. Send your hands there to Pastor tonight. Thank you, Lord, for Pastor Daniel and his family. God, we just ask you to attack them. Attack them, God. Attack them. Attack their family, their children, their finances, their dreams, their vision. Bless, attack the church. Make the church a ridiculous sign that makes your name famous. Jesus, be famous because of everybody here. Let everybody, Lord, just be blessed tonight. Heal a lot of people, baptize people in the Holy Ghost, get people saved, live with God. Touch people's lives, touch children, grandchildren, grandmothers. Pay off 30 or 40 houses of people. Praise the Lord. That's good. Praise the Lord. So, we've been having a lot of Holy Ghost stuff going on. Really appreciate it. I'm just glad I have a job. It's such a blessing, you know, to have a job. And uh, for 42nd year doing it full time, and I really appreciate the Lord for that. And I don't recommend it. I really shouldn't have been doing it. But there was nobody else at the time, so we just did it. <laughs> A 17-year-old has no business telling people anything. Um, so, tonight, if you will go to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, we'll get there in a second. And, uh, and just let me mention these couple of things. We have two of these left, which is how to live under an open heaven. About 11 CDs on the 12 windows of heaven. How to open them and keep them open, and then the things that close those windows and many, many other aspects of, of all of that in there. It's, you know, 11 hours, so it's a whole course. And then how to become God wealthy, which is basically rich with God, not just finances, but rich with God himself, literally filled with the beautiful love of God and the joy of God and the peace of God, the wisdom of God, you know, all the wealth of who God is. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, 
a lot of really cool stuff there. And then this book, Woman Defined, I think there's four left. And uh, we did order everything else that you all asked for, that you ordered. And so they should be here hopefully on Wednesday. Uh, there's four of those left. You should get that. Woman Defined. Okay. Can I? Thank you, guys. Praise the Lord. All right. So who's playing my uh, little... Yeah, whoever's going <clears> to... <throat> so... Okay. Yeah, let's do a, the same song. That was cool. Praise the Lord. Just sing that song. Put your heart in your hands and just offer it up to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. What shall I say? What shall I say? There, Jesus. And what could I do? Thank you, Lord. healing people tonight. Thank you for saving people and baptizing people in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for fixing our brains, for fixing our desires and our emotions and our relationship. Thank you, Lord, for shrinking our ego, shrinking our vanities and our conceits and our pride entitlements of the flesh. Thank you, God, for destroying the lazy spirits that would rob us of our inheritance, God. Light a fire inside of every heart today.
every home and every family. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 10:22. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. I just want to say tonight, you know, Sunday morning we positioned ourselves by forgiving and learning everything about that. Then last night we entered into the spirit of wholeness and all the aspects of that. And then tonight we just want to release the blessings of the Lord. You and I can become a magnet for the blessings of God. We can be magnetized literally where we are drawing the blessings of the Lord into our life. If your testimony of your life is not unexplainable, you're still not where God wants you to be. As long as you can take credit for it, then you're not yet where the Lord is planning to take you. We've got to enter the no credit zone. The place where you can't take credit for what is happening. It's too big. Not even lost people could possibly mistake your life as natural. They would have to look at you and just freak out and say, Oh my gosh, only God could have done something like that. Only God could have turned your life around like that. Only God could have done that for your mom or your dad or your child. Only, only Jesus could... There's no one else that could take credit for it. That, that is the life that is truly the one God wants you to have. That is where God is going to take you. God is going to take you where Satan cannot walk. And Satan cannot speak. And Satan cannot manipulate. He's going to transfer you out of the reach of Satan. Where you can look at every aspect of your life and everything you're connected to, all your sons, daughters, children, husband, wife, business, marriage, health, and everything, and you just have to blame God. So that when you lay in your bed as an old man or an old woman, all that everybody will do is around your bed, just lift their hands and bless God and worship God and sing to God and say, oh, how good the Lord has been to me. Oh, God, how good the Lord has been to our dad and to our mom. They've been amazing. No one else could ever have blessed them the way you blessed them and done what you've done and blessed us. And that inheritance is passed on over to your children and to your grandchildren. And it goes on for generation after generation after generation. And everybody's just filled with gratitude. Gratitude is how you prepare yourself for your next promotion. Complaining is how you tell God that you don't trust the way he's running your life. We've got to get ourselves out of the language that curses us into the language that releases the inheritances and the blessings of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Would you look at somebody right now and say, I don't know what he's talking about, but I need $100 right now. Praise the Lord. He lost me at the beginning. I, 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 I. Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. So what I want to minister to you tonight is this. 
The difference between being saved and blessed, because you can be saved and not blessed. There's many saved, unblessed people. Many people who are going to go to heaven when they die, but they are not walking in the plans of God or the will of God or the blessings of God or the things that God has provided for them. They're unhappy. They need medication to make it through the night. They need help of all times to survive their lives. They hurt. They're in pain. In many areas of their life, they're defeated. A lot of areas of their life, they don't sense God, feel the presence of God, experience the miracles of God or the breakthroughs of God, but they're saved, fully love Jesus, and totally believe in the Bible and the things of God, but they haven't entered that place. They haven't understood where God wants them to dwell and live and how he wants them to dwell and live because they're still suffering under the delusion that they must pay a price for the sins they've committed in the past. Jesus forgives you and then he delivers you and then he changes you and then he equips you and then he empowers you and then he releases you. And this is a very important thing tonight. Wherever you're at in your life, it's not the end of the road yet. There's a lot more that God has for you. So when God sends you a person to offend you, remember that it's just so you can be promoted. Because God promotes through the way we treat people that offend us and betray us and abuse us and take advantage of us. The greatest compliment that God can pay a church or a man or a woman is to give you his trust, to say to you that he trusts you. That, that, that's it. That just you don't get any higher than that. For God to be able to say, I know you won't tell a lie. I know you won't exaggerate. I know you won't exploit. I know you won't take advantage. I know you won't use techniques and sensationalism and soul power. I know you're going to just let me be the center of the situation and you will become invisible. Praise the Lord. Because remember, the number one sign that you spend time with Jesus is your personality. Your personality is the last area of your life that normally gets redeemed because in order for your personality to change, you must have an encounter. And you can't have that kind of personality changing encounter without understanding intimacy, which is what we'll go into tomorrow. Because remember that anything you become intimate with, anything that you become intimate with imparts itself to you and gives you its resources. You become intimate with pornography, then it imparts to you the resources that it contains. So your body literally becomes a lust factory and your mind becomes a house of prostitution. And your desires are then excommunicated from the glory of God. And you spend your entire life warring and battling and resisting temptation instead of being the weapon that God created you to be. But when God takes a blessing, a tangible blessing, and he puts it in an area of your life, then nobody can mistake that area as ever being natural again or normal. Everybody in the Bible God gave a blessing to. They had a tangible blessing. Samson had supernatural strength. 
Moses lived to 135 in supernatural strength. Noah worked for 100 years to build an ark. And the Bible is full of people who are just supernatural. Daniel was supernatural. Joseph was supernatural. David was supernatural. They all had a blessing on them that made them supernatural. And it allowed them to glorify God with their lives. Each one of you should have something in your life that is so supernatural that it makes people want to worship God because it exists in your life. Praise God. Would you hug somebody next to you and say, you changed your hairdo again. Wow. It's amazing. Fantastic. I love it. Weren't you, weren't you a brunette yesterday? Now you're, now you're a blonde. It's fantastic. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. Abraham, Moses, Mary, Timothy, Ruth, Esther, Jehoshaphat, Gideon, all of them, Daniel, Enoch, all of them had tangible blessing that that was a resident blessing on them that when they operated in that area God takes over you can actually have one area blessed and other areas that are not blessed you can have five children and three of them love Jesus and two of them hate God because the blessing of the Lord is not on them and we don't want to have any area of our life that's not blessed I, I, oh, Jesus, I thank Jesus. I thank God, ladies and gentlemen. I thank God that he's blessed my children. It would be very difficult. I have six children. They're all ministers prophesied to me, they minister to me, they help me, they flow in miracles, they give me money. <laughs> when you're blessed, when your children are blessed, you'll find something, they won't borrow from you, they'll give you money. The last check I just got from my oldest daughter, seven grand, boom, just for being her dad. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. And it adds no sorrow to it. Don't raise your children to treat you like you're a welfare system. Treat them when they're tiny to tithe to the church, 10%. Take them, let them have the money, let them bring it up. And then give them another 10% to give to you. And establish that. Because now I got six streams of income right there. Boom. <laughs> here's the thing when your children bless you as a parent they will have a long life and they will always be healthy and be blessed praise the Lord it's backwards you honor your parents and if you don't have parents honor your spiritual parents if pastor and his wife are your spiritual parents because yours have passed on sow into their lives say you're the only parents we have sow into their lives give them money buy their cars buy their houses send them on vacations take care of them so they rest so they're not having to be threatened 
because there's a lack of finance. Let them have peace. Praise the Lord. So Pastor Daniel can preach and flow and be who he is. Glory to God. Look at your family. Say, oh, my, our finances are blessed. Or no, they're not. Oh, look at your health. Well, my health is not. Look, whatever it is, we want to reverse it tonight. We want to reverse it. Your marriage should be beautiful. Your wife should adore you as a man. She should love you. She should think you're the best man that's ever lived. Your, your husband should adore you and count you as the greatest treasure that he has in his life. Blessing of the Lord makes rich. The word rich, it's a very powerful word. Literally, it means to overflow with divine resources. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to overflow with divine resources. It also means the absence of life poverty. That means when you have a, 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 the richness of a blessing in your life, there's no poverty in that area. Literally, your mind has no poverty when it has the dwelling of God in your mind. The blessing is in your mind. You don't have nightmares. Honestly, I'm not just saying this. I have not had a nightmare in 42 years. But I had nightmares since the age of six till the age of 17. After watching that movie, The Fly, I just started. I just, I would see those spiders coming at me. And I was terrified. You know what I'm talking about. The Lord said, you'll never have another nightmare, and I never have. I never will. I dream prophetic dreams and all those kind of things, and I love it. And then I don't remember most of the time what I dream. But your dreams should be blessed. Your body and health should be blessed. Every area of your life should be blessed. You should have strength, and you should have the power to not desire to be intimate with the things of the flesh and of the world. That's a blessing. Praise the Lord. How many of you are ready to get blessed tonight? Praise God, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing tonight. It's going to be a blessed night. It means the ability to walk in contentment and fulfillment. Because remember these words I'm about to tell you. Any need, any need creates the opportunity for compromise. Once Jesus is your shepherd and all your wants are met by him, then you'll never sell your soul to get something from someone. You'll not compromise your convictions. Imagine if the politicians were like that. Imagine if there were no sellouts in the body of Christ. The men and women of God were all pure. And they weren't willing to sell their beliefs to please anybody other than the Lord. 
praise the Lord. Would you shake somebody's hand and say, could you at least loan me $10? Glory to God. My gosh, how about just loaning me $10? I'm not getting anything out of this. This is way over my head. I don't even understand what Brother Ivan's talking about. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow. Sorrow to it. Do you know what that word sorrow means? It's a beautiful Hebrew word. It's very powerful. Very powerful. I love the Holy Spirit. It means the gnawing, the gnawing presence of regret. Literally means to have a gnawing presence in your life of regret. That's sorrow. And the other word for it means to soak in unconsolable loss. When a man or a woman is not blessed, they're in regret and it gnaws at them. They always always are in a state of soaking in their losses. But when you're blessed, you forget the sorrows of your youth. You forget your childbearing pain. You forget the troubles of your life. You forget the betrayers. You forget the abusers. You forget the liars. You forget those that stole from you and those that have taken advantage of you and those that have made your life worse and that lied about you and slandered you because you are so blessed that you have no time to regret and you have no time to soak in loss because you are so filled with overflowing abundance and resources in your life. Praise the Lord. Would you look at somebody and say, are those your real teeth? Because they look amazing. Praise the Lord. I've never seen anything that white. That's real. That's amazing. So here here are the definitions of blessing. And I just want you to let it come over you as I say it. Just let it come over you. Let the words come over you. And and when I say that, just say, that's mine and I'm going to have that. It took me a long time to put this together, ladies and gentlemen. This is not just something I found in a trash can or somebody else's books or or something. I, I find that any borrowed anything has no power to change anybody eternally. I only can change you with the manna I get personally for myself. I can impress people with other people's man, but I cannot change you because the burden that God gave that manna to that person with is excluded. And it's the burden that comes with the revelation that stays on you for the rest of your life and you can't shake it off. It's not intellectual. It's spiritual. And that's why it changes you. Praise the Lord. And that's why you're going to get blessed tonight. It's going to come on you. A tangible blessing is going to come on you. Everybody with a business, stand up. Everybody with a business, lift your hands up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as your faith is sitting on you right now, I release the blessing of unreasonable business success and entrepreneurship operating in your life that you will never be in the red ever again 
that you will operate in the black and that business will come your way that you don't even deserve. That out of the grace and mercy and love of God, that whatever you put your hands on will prosper and have a blessing on it. And you will have the ability to produce miraculous results in those areas. Now turn to the people that are standing next to you and say, I give you my blessing. Tell them that. All right, be seated. Remember something about being coming a millionaire, because that's what I pray for all of you business people. You will all be millionaires. That the only way God makes a millionaire is you become a no reward giver. God doesn't make millionaires that give to get. He makes millionaires that give to have in order to give. The no reward giver is a blessed man or woman that understands that the highest level of giving is to give with no desire to get anything back from what you gave. Once you reach that place, you're in a holy place. It is holy ground because now you cannot be disappointed with a response or reaction of those you give to. You cannot get offended at them because they don't bring you dinner when you brought them dinner. They don't wash your house or car when you wash theirs. They don't ask to take care of your children when you took care of their children. Because when you live to get, then you are putting everybody on trial. Every person you bless becomes a curse. Because if they don't respond the way you want them to respond, then they become a curse because they don't love you. And they don't appreciate you. And now it's all manipulation. And it's all selfishness. And your feelings are hurt all the time. And now you become an emotional witch or an emotional warlock that is literally walking around manipulating manipulating people and intimidating people, demanding that they be Christ-like. But when you're blessed, you know where your source is. You don't ever say to that person, I'm going to bless you so you can bless me. Because really what you're saying is you're my source and I want to bless you and prepare you, my source, to make me happy. That's why you can't have a happy marriage when you expect your husband to actually do something. (laughs) He's not going to do it. He needs an encounter from God. Men are not just naturally Christ-like. It takes a whole visitation. It takes encounters. It takes all all kinds of... To get a man to clean the house without being told to change diapers, to stay up at all hours, to fix doors and and things, to to be clean, to take showers, to, to not scratch themselves in public, to not smell and burp and have things like that. It's a miraculous event if it ever takes place. <laughs> Remember in the, in the book of Genesis when the curse came on the woman? What the Lord said right there? The desire of a woman shall be towards her husband. That's not a blessing. That's not a blessing. That's a curse. 
What do you mean? It means this, that you can't be happy until you are approved by the person you're in relationship with. That's a curse. You have to be totally happy in Jesus before you can ever be happy with an imperfect person. And to put on a man or a woman requirements that they are incapable of fulfilling is emotional and spiritual suicide. It is a guaranteed door to depression. Be happy regardless of what your wife or husband does. Just be happy with Jesus. Let him be your source because that's what a blessed person is. They're blessed whether anybody else is blessed or not. They don't wait to be blessed. They are blessed. They don't wait for a response or a reaction. They are blessed. They dwell in the blessing. The tangible blessing of God is upon them and they do not wait for anybody's amen or praise the Lord or I like that or I approve of that or anything because they know their source is not a person. They don't lower themselves to be blessed by a person. They lower themselves to be blessed by God and all other blessings that come from people are icing on the cake, but they never commit to that because they're making themselves vulnerable to all sorts of hurt and heartache. That's why when you as a woman decide... I'm going to be blessed no matter what my husband's like. Your husband will actually begin to change because you're holding him back from transformation because you're standing between him and God. God will not interfere with you being God towards your husband or your wife and trying to do what only he can do. When you get out of the way, your husband will begin to tremble because he will fall into the hands of an all-consuming fire and he will be in bed and the Holy Spirit will be, oh, 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 oh. criticize me, find fault with me. Don't leave me to God. All men are safe as long as they're being criticized. All women are safe as long as they're being rejected. They're safe from the hand of God. See, the blessing of the Lord teaches you how to be the way you're supposed to be. It doesn't take away the responsibility, but it just puts everything in a place where you're not a victim of people. Glory to God. Would you hug somebody right now and say, I'm glad none of that applied to me. Praise the Lord. Come on. Say, I'm so happy. I, I knew that like 30 years ago. That was, that's an old revelation. I know all that. Praise the Lord. I already wrote 10 books about it. Praise God. Here it is, Luke 7, 37 and 38. You know about the woman with the alabaster box of the word blessing, a life of divine mendings and breakthroughs. Turn to somebody and say, you're about to be mended and you're about to get a breakthrough. Come on, everybody, lift your hands. Say, you're about to be mended and you're about to get a breakthrough. That's what that word means. It's very powerful. Every healed wound becomes a divine medicine. Once the Holy Spirit heals the wound, it becomes a medicine in your life and in your ministry. You cannot heal a person if nothing in your life has ever been repaired. 
You can intellectualize a blessing, but you can never impart one. You can verbalize it, but you can never give it away. Because you must have virtue dwelling inside of you. And all virtue comes from an intimacy that you experience with God. It is in the place of intimacy that virtues are imparted to you and transferred to you. So when you hold your wife, you're not holding her as a natural man. You're holding her through your virtue. And once you embrace her with your virtue and she embraces with you with her virtue, you become something that cannot be defined by man here on earth because it's no longer soulish or even natural. It's now become spiritually goes way beyond the natural. Satan cannot function in the spiritual. He can only function in the carnal and the soulish and the natural. Look at six people and say, I'm going to need about $10 for everything he's talking about right now. Genesis 39, 1 through 6. The blessing of the Lord that's coming upon you. This is the word. A life marked by uncommon favor. That means that in your life, when you got, you got an area of blessing, uncommon favor is going to be operating in that area. Uncommon favor. I have a friend of mine, and he, he is a multi-multi-millionaire. He started a business about 10 years ago, the Lord told him. He said, I didn't know how to do it or any idea how to do it. But the blessing came on me and now he has millions of dollars. And what makes it so glorious, ladies and gentlemen, is he cannot read or write. Because the blessing of the Lord does not take into account your infirmity. It bypasses it and brings all the glory to God. So when he says, God can bless your business to a person, it's not the same as some other person who's been to Harvard and not doing anything says it. He only can blame God. He says, I can't stop the business. It comes to me like waves in the ocean. I don't even have to advertise. Everybody say, oh, oh, I need that right there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's double the church right now, Pastor. We double the church in the name of Jesus. We double every aspect of the church and the building you're going to build, that it be paid off, that people will give you millions of dollars, and that you will not struggle about it or wrestle about it, and you will not lose one night's sleep over it, that God will just lay it on the hearts of the millionaires to write you the checks and to pay off that vision and pay off that dream, and that thousands of people will be in the church experiencing the move of the Holy Spirit and the healings and the deliverances. Praise God. Let's do it again. Let's double again. Praise the Lord. The tangible presence of God. You know, we had almost 40 miracle births last year that we spoke to. We called them out. I, I didn't know them. I just said, you haven't been able to have a child. And you boom. 38 last year, 28 the year before, and 40-something the year before. That some people had not been able to have a baby for over 15 years. I got pictures with babies everywhere. Five of them named after me. (laughs) 
don't take that. Don't take that wrong. I'm just saying. Because I said it wrong the other day. I said, man, <laughs> we're getting people pregnant. I mean, it, 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 just, it, it just came out really bad. You know, I mean, it was like, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. That really was bad. But the Spirit of the Lord loves children. And if you can't have a child, you're going to get pregnant. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone here tonight like that? You haven't been able to have a child? Stand up. Praise the Lord. Stand up. You haven't been able to have a child? You haven't been able to? Is that all? Three of you? Great. Just stand in there for her. Praise the Lord. So is it. Okay. So lift your hands up. And you know who they are. Look at their faces. You know them. Let's see what happens. The fruit is the proof. So have yourself a baby in the name of Jesus and let it be the joy of your life. Have your, let your daughter have a baby in the name of Jesus and you're going to have two more babies. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. Praise God. Look at somebody and say, I receive that for myself. So favor, favor is how God takes revenge on the devil. Favor is how God takes revenge on the devil. He blesses you ridiculously. Praise the Lord. It means a life only praise can celebrate. Matthew 9, 20 through 22. A life only praise can celebrate. When people are, look at you and you have the blessing on you, all they'll be able to do is lift their hands and just praise God. They'll just praise God. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. The woman with the issue of blood. Everybody that knew her and knew that she was ready to die and had spent everything, when she comes home totally healed, that's all they could do. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, I don't know what you're going through, but you're about to come out of it. Say that to the person behind you. I don't know what you're going through, but you're about to come out of it. Thank you, Lord. Let me have all of you that were sexually assaulted stand up. Do it quickly. In the name of Jesus, we're going to shatter that right now. Would you all get in this middle aisle real quick? Now, this is not a line you probably want to join if you haven't actually been through it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Extend your hands towards any of these people. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ma'am, just be healed of that in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit. You're a sweet lady. You really are. You're a sweet lady. I like you. Praise the Lord. As, as a sign of blessing, the Lord's just going to bless your, your whole family. You will not worry after today. 
because that spirit of worry, I have to remove it from you if that's okay. I'll just remove it from you right now. No more losing sleep over it. Give me your hand and just say, I'll never worry again. Praise the Lord. You're free. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, I don't know who you are, but you're going to be a preacher. That's right. And you're going to be a mighty preaching machine, a powerful man of God. You're going to really have an evangelistic gift. You're going to really, demons are going to be afraid of the anointing that God puts on you. And the deliverance ministry that you're going to have is going to be very unusual. You're going through nine years of preparation. Not two. Nine years. Because, listen to my words to you. If your character does not outweigh your gift, then your gift will bury your character. So your character has to be bigger than your gift, so you can always manage your gift with your character. And you'll never come under the pressure of being in competition with other preachers. Because that'll all be your ego. Remember, never try to impress a person. Never do that. Be genuine and be authentic. Because God has given you a spirit of defiance. Defiance not against the Lord. Defiance against the will of Satan in your life. That is an anointing that God put there. Now the effects of being assaulted sexually are lifted off you for the rest of your life. And you will have no effects, no anger, and no unclean thoughts in the name of Jesus. Give me a hand, brother. Be a covenant man all the days of your life in Jesus' name. Be a preacher. You're a preacher. All right. Go see. Praise the Lord. Look at somebody. You're blessed, man. I, ma'am, I break that off you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. How are you doing? Great. So, nothing about your life will ever have to be hidden again. You will not have to try and be nice to anybody. You are genuinely lovable. You don't have to please people. It's too much pressure. It's too much work. If anybody doesn't like you, they're wrong. (laughs) Just relax. Love everybody. You'll have a ministry to children, and you'll be a missionary as well. You're going to help a lot of orphans. I promise you, you will always be loved by a lot of people. But you can't work love. You can't be nice enough for somebody to love you. It's not, it won't. It'll wear you out before you're 40 years old. Just know what I'm telling you. You will never be abused again. dwell in an uncursable place look at somebody and say God is reversing the curses that have been in your life in the name of Jesus praise the Lord thank you God come here sweetie it's really amazing isn't it 
Put your hands out. Can I have some oil? I'm going to put oil on your hands so you can play the piano and the guitar and so you can sing and so that you'll never again be touchable by anything bad ever in your life. Put your hands on that oil. So I give you the gift of word of knowledge, the gift of miracles, the gift of faith, and discerning of spirits. You're going to have two businesses, and they're going to be very successful. You're going to design clothes as well. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Joseph, every negative was turned into a, a miraculous provision. When you have a blessing on you, when people steal from you, they hand you their inheritance. When they use you, God blesses you. Lift your hands now for this blessing. Every loss that you have ever suffered, you will now get sevenfold returns in the name of Jesus. About 20 of you will get uh, a double portion for everything. And there's at least another 10 of you that are going to get 100 times what you have been, what you've had stolen in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Ma'am, you're so blessed. Be healed of that. Praise the Lord. You're, this is your intimacy here with you and Jesus. Praise the Lord. You already love him with your whole heart. I don't know how you could love him more. <laughs> you really love Jesus a lot, man. But I'm going to tell you, the thing that's missing from you, from your life, the thing you really want, is the face of God. So congratulations, because that's your gift. Psalm 17, 15, you will wake up in the morning, and you will see the face of God. eat healthy do you that's a gift never change that give you a lot of years praise the Lord See, you already you already looked at the burden you don't have the burdens of the world you have the this is a different burden it's a spiritual burden it's a burden a person gets when they want God so bad but they're not seeing it happen that burden can hurt you just as much as the ones of the world. It's the desperation without satisfaction. That's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> Exodus chapter 3 and verse 20 says, When they left Egypt, they didn't go out empty-handed. Exodus 2.23 says they began to groan and cry and sigh. And God heard their groaning and their crying. And he came down and delivered them from their oppressors and taskmasters. Praise the Lord. Can I touch your forehead? You don't have to fall or anything. It's not a compliment to me. I just bless you. Because the only compliment you can ever give is a transformed life. Praise the Lord. Thank you, man. 
Praise the Lord. Say, this is a turnaround blessing. What was cursed is now going to be blessed. Deuteronomy 23, 5. You, the Lord took the curse and turned it around into a blessing. Everybody say, oh God, take my life. Sing that, what shall I say again? Just, just take your heart right there. What could I say? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And what shall I do? We're going to bless the children in a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Completely to you. So what could I say? Thank you, Lord. And what shall I do? Take your shame off you and your guilt and remove it off you in the name of Jesus. You've had about 20 years of depression, man, and they're going to end today, right now. Don't hold it back. Let it all go. Let the burden of that go. Let the weight you've carried. It has made you hide in the dark places. In shame, the thoughts that were in your mind have been twisted and wicked because they, they're not your thoughts. They're the thoughts of your abuser. And I now sever you from that spirit and all the demons connected to it. I release you from that abuser. You are no longer one with that abuser. And the inheritance of that abuser is now broken off you and you are no longer going to be mentored by that event that happened more than several times. Your thyroid is not functioning right, man. And it's going to get healed right now. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Sing it to her, bro. Sing it to her. Sing it to her, everybody. Sing it right to her.
for one second, if you would, ma'am. I want to tell you this. That when you look around and see all these people, and you put yourself at the end of that line, that's going to be over with. You're going to be at the front of the line. God has been preparing an inheritance for you. That's outrageous. I, I promise you he's going to make up for everything you've been through the last 20 something years. You hear my words, I say this with total compassion for you. You need to lose weight. to be cleansed the arteries do it do it today just change your life today stay away from all the sugar and all the salt and all the white flowers and all the fattening foods and all the delights that will kill you because you'll develop sugar diabetes and I need to lift that off you right now hear my words with the fear of God because you're going to be a fabulous warrior for Jesus. He's not mad at you. He's not upset. He's given you another chance to make your life beautiful. Your gift is to take the ugly things and make them beautiful. That is a beautiful gift. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You got a little bit of a, the lower part of your back. One of those discs is pressuring you. And I'm going to lift it real quick. Can you just lift your hands so that your back pain will stop? Thank you, Lord. We just lift that. She'll never feel another single problem in her back. In the name of Jesus of that. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Would you say, God loves me so much? Would you say that? Say, I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. I'm his favorite. He loves spending time with me. He waits every day for our appointment together. Praise the Lord. The spirit of suicide, man. I break that off your mind in the name of Jesus. Hold that for me. That's an evil spirit. I'm going to take my hands and I'm going to break it. I have the authority to do that. You don't have to fall right so I just break the spirit of suicide off you, man. Condemnation and shame. You have been in a prison built by shame and guilt and condemnation. The prison door is now broken. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 16, 24 through 28. Paul and Silas were in that prison. Their hands were like this. They went like that and they started praising God and the whole foundation of the prison was destroyed. Today, man, we have destroyed the foundation of your prison and you will never feel like you're in jail ever. Sing it, bro. Praise you, Jesus.
Say that again. How long have you had that? What is it you can't do? How about if we get rid of that? Would that be okay with you? Are you're not able to work either? So you do you get some kind of assistance for that? Yeah. What would you rather have, assistance or the healing? Because I've actually asked some people, and they said, I, I want the money. <laughs> I want healing. <laughs> I'd like to go back to work. <laughs> Put your hand on your leg right there. Praise the Lord. Sing that, brother. So what could I sing? Thank you, Lord. Put your hand right there on that area. everybody to her. Thank you. Listen to Nikla Krupsta Masfadze Uldi Nishteza Biangregaldi Utsafaras Brenkishtazulutsa Varda. I can start, I can stop. My, my mind is on. Nothing's going on. For those of you that may not understand, I'm just I'm bringing a message in tongues. Then I'm going to bring the interpretation. Not crazy. Gorgudushkadza, I have too much for you to do. So I will become your doctor. I will repair, restore, and give you back your functionality. It begins in your heart, my daughter, and in your thoughts. I will not be absent from your future. I will walk with you there. I will take you from miracle to miracle until the only thing you experience every day, miracle after miracle. You are my songbird. It's time for you to sing. It's time for you to jump. It's time for you to rejoice. It's time for you to not be a testimony of the wounded, but to be a testimony of the healed. God's going to give you a healing ministry. 
those that can't walk will be in. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So I bless you that you'll never need finances as long as you live. Amen. Would you look at somebody right now and say, I received that for myself? Let's sing it again, everybody. Sing it loud. What shall I say? Let's bring all the children up. Right up here. And what shall I do? The rest of you don't sit down. Just stay there. But offer this heart, oh God. Bring them all up here. Completely. the parents as well need the parents up here if we could get some oil pastor and I just want somebody your daughter would be great if she's here if not then if you could do it if your wife could do it just anoint everybody with oil just put oil on their forehead no prayer is necessary but just let's anoint everybody every child we're going we're gonna to consecrate all these children and bless these children. Then we're going to bless your, your marriages, and then we're going to bless your health. Because every area of your life should be blessed. I only got to about three things out of ten. But you know, the Holy Spirit knows what He's doing. And I quit trying to preach my entire message years ago. So... As you, as each one of you has oil put on your forehead, just, just put the oil on their forehead. Every single child has that. And if your parents are here with you, praise the Lord. How many of you believe that laying hands on children can change their lives? David was anointed to be king. Your children need to be anointed to be godly. They need to be anointed to be mighty men and women of God and to serve the Lord with all their power and might and strength. Praise the Lord. Everybody is having oil put on them. And then in a minute, I'll say that prayer. But I, I, I have you parents up here for a reason. And I'm going to be very direct with you. You are your child's worst enemy, or you are your child's greatest blessing. Because you are the sermon they watch every day. And you have got to be a godly man and a godly woman. Read the Bible to your children, fathers. Get on your knees at night next to their bed and pray in the Spirit over your children every night. Lay hands on your children every single day before they walk out the door. Make sure that your children do not develop 
Harden ears where they get used to you saying your prayers because you're doing it out of obligation. That will be a dead prayer that will hurt them. When you pray for your children, do it with love and compassion, not obligation. Your child will detect that compassion, and that compassion will keep them close to God all their lives. Because they will want to live for God. When they see that God is real to you, then they will embrace that God. But if they see you angry and selfish and, and cruel and unkind, they won't accept. They'll reject that. So you're being anointed to be parents just like your children are being anointed to be children. Are you ready? Parents, put your hands on your children. Everybody out there, would you stretch your hands out towards these children? Now, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I consecrate all these children to the service of Almighty God, that they will be mighty, mighty servants of the Lord that they will all be great preachers and apostles and prophets and entrepreneurs and businessmen and businesswomen, and that they will be authors and writers and musicians and doctors and healers, and they will have great success in their life, and that Satan will not steal any single one of them, that they will not be robbed, they will not be stolen, they will not be seduced in any manner, that all your daughters shall be virgins on the day that they get married, and all your sons shall be virgins on the day that they get married and that they will stand before their wife or their husband and declare that they have stood before the Lord in the holiness of God and that they will live their whole lives in the purity of the anointing of the Spirit of God. I give them the spirit of intercession in the name of Jesus that your sons and daughters will be heard praying in their bedrooms late at night, praying in the Holy Ghost late at night. For hours they will be singing and worshiping with their instruments in their bedrooms. They will prophesy by the age of seven and eight and nine and they will operate in the gifts of the spirit and they will be mighty men and women of God. They will love the mission field. They will love orphans and widows and the poor and they will win souls all the days of their life and they will be bold and courageous and prophesy and stand upon the holy ground of God and declare the wonders of God in their life in the name of Jesus. You will not have to chase any of your children or, or try to pursue them back to God. They will keep you on fire as parents. They will keep your, your character lit up, your honesty and your convictions and all of the good things of God. And to those that are under any influence of satanic friendships, we break them now in the name of Jesus that no friend that is not sent by God can survive them in the name of Jesus. I rebuke those friends and send them out of their lives in the name of Jesus that they will have godly and holy friends in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And all the parents agreed to that and said amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Now give them a big hug and you all can go sit down. Let's sing it again. Come on, what shall I say? What could I say? Thank you, Lord. Bless all these children. What shall I do? But offer this heart, oh God. 
that I have not prayed for, get back in that line. The ones that I already prayed for, don't get back in that line. Thank you, Jesus. What could I Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is great. Isaiah 65, 24, man, before you call, before you send out your prayers, before you even offer up your prayers, the answer is already on the way. Your heart will think it and God will send it. Hallelujah. You won't even have to utter the prayer. God is making you a walking prayer. Because your attitude is a prayer. The way you think is a prayer. Emotions are a prayer. They all tell God who you trust. Praise the Lord. So we just declare you to be healed of whatever happened to you. In the name of Jesus. God bless you, man. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Listen to this, everybody. How many of you want to have the power of the Holy Spirit? How many of you want to have a prayer language? That you can pray for hours and hours and hours and feel the love of God swallow you up and the, the peace of God and the joy of God to swallow you up. If you want that, I want you to get out of your seat fast and I want you to come up here and you're going to get your prayer language right now. You're going to get the anointing of the Holy Spirit come upon you and the power of Almighty God is going to come on you and it's going to change your future. It's going to change your life. It's going to change every aspect of your life. And if you've already received the Holy Spirit, but you only have a few words, God did not promise you a trickle. He promised you a river. And I want you to get up here and get your river. Not just a holla holla, but get your whole river. Praise the Lord. Get the entire river. Just spread out over here. And anybody in that line that, that also wants this, you can come up. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit is a gift, so you don't have to earn it. He gives it to you. Just like Christmas. He gives you. People give you gifts. Not because you're good or bad, but because they love you. And you're going to get a gift that's going to change your life. If you were an elephant and you didn't have a trunk, it would be difficult to drink. When you don't have the Holy Ghost and your prayer language, it's like being an elephant without a trunk. You can still drink, but it's just really difficult. Because you were created to drink an entire river. Praise the Lord. And you're going to get the Holy Ghost right now. Move this way a little bit more. 
like this, and you guys move in a little bit, kind of pile up in here. Praise the Lord. So here's what's going to happen. First of all, do what I say, okay? Can you all do what I say? Because I really can't help you if you disobey. You got to do what I say. Lift your hands. Praise the Lord as loud as you can. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord as loud as you can. Praise you, God. Thank you, God. Church, help them. Help them. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Okay. All right. Okay. Now give them a hand for obeying. Isn't that great? In the Bible, Acts, Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, whenever anybody got the Holy Ghost, they always got a prayer language. They got a prayer language. You're going to get a prayer language. The prayer language does not come out of your head. Your head does not pray. It comes out of your mouth. That means if you don't move your mouth and make any sound, it can't come out. The miracle is you moving your mouth. That's all the miracle you need to do. Here you, I'm going to show you what we're going to do. We're going to lift our hands in a minute. We're going to pray in English out loud, as loud as we can. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'll count to three just to do it. And then you're going to stop speaking in English. And you're going to just open your mouth and surrender your mouth to God. Just start moving it. and I, Because that's opening the faucet. And that's your step of faith. And out of your belly, John 7, 37, shall come rivers of living water. You'll just go hot, die, by, And then all of, right from here, it'll just start coming out of there. And don't let your mind steal from you. Don't think you're smarter than the Holy Spirit and you can figure it out. Oh no, I'm not going to do that. God's going to make me do it. There's no faith if God grabs your tongue and makes you say things. He requires your permission. Amen? So watch me. You're going to lift your hands in a minute. Not yet. And you're going to praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'll count one, two, three. It'll come out of there. I'll do it. We'll all do it. And your mind will be, are you crazy? You're out of your mind. What are you doing? You've lost your mind. Shut up. Be quiet. That's not the Holy Ghost. That's your pride. That's your ego. That's your embarrassment. That's your intellectualism. Only a child can receive from God. There are no miracles to smart people. No, you cannot get a miracle if you're smart. You can get a miracle if you're wise and if you trust God. Right? Because when you're smart, you stand toe-to-toe with God and argue with Him. A child just receives from its parent. No questions. You ready? Stretch your hands out to me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the Holy Spirit. Now say it, I receive it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the Holy Spirit. Say it again. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the Holy Spirit. Say these words, I repent of all my sins. Wash me in the blood, Jesus. I am an empty vessel. 
Now fill me with the Holy Spirit and give me a prayer language. God prays for you with that prayer language. It's not you praying, it's the Holy Spirit praying. And whenever the Holy Spirit prays, it is a perfect prayer. And every perfect prayer gets an immediate answer. That means you're you're able to get immediate answers now when you can pray in the Holy Spirit. Be bold. Grab this thing. Take this thing. Jump off the cliff. Don't hold it back. Don't be silent. Don't be shy. Don't be quiet. Take this. It is yours. It will change your future in the name of Jesus, everybody. Praise God out loud in English. Come on, praise him, everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. Get ready. One, two, three. Let it out of there. Basoto. Keep going. Keep going. That's it. That's the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on, son. Let it out. Let it out. Come on. Come on. Baptize this place and that anointing. Come on. Set your family free. That's it, son. Come on. Come on, let it out. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher. Let it out. Come on. Let it out. Yes. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Let's give the Lord a hand, everybody. Let's give Jesus a hand, everybody. Say, thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost. Come on, everybody. Say, thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost. Say, the devil's not going to steal it from me. He won't undermine it. When you go home tonight, you pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Holy Ghost morning, noon, and night. You pray the whole time. Get on your knees because when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, several things happen. Number one, you get delivered a demonic influence. So you may have manifestations of all kinds, all kinds of weird emotions and feelings. Because you see, Satan and God cannot occupy the same place. You can be demonized, but it's a whole different thing. When you start praying the Holy Ghost, it starts breaking off you. Yeah. 
And that's what happens. Come on, let's do it again. Lift your hand, jump in. Bo so ko la ta. Ben ta so ko le ta le. Bo ta ka da toto ye ka. Let it out of there. Bo se ka ta lo po ye ta. Woo! Come on. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, everybody, go sit down. God bless you. Let's give God praise. Give God praise. Let's spend a second. Thank you, God, tonight. Just spend a second. Sing it, brother. What could I see? You can sing the verses, too. Praise the Lord. Come on, everybody. Just walk by. Let me disagree with you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, man. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. One second. But offer his heart, oh God, completely to you. So what could I say? What's your name? Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah. So just a couple of things, Eleanor. Give me your hand right here. Can I have some oil real quick? Thank you, Jesus. So Eleanor. Yeah, very little. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I can put that back. <laughs> so let's just believe God for that gift of miracles. In the name of Jesus, it's the gift of miracles for people of other languages. Other languages, international influence. Because you, my daughter, have separated the vile from the precious. I will now put a mouth in you which the enemy cannot resist. And I will give you wisdom so that your words become healing to everybody who hears them. You're entering the years of your promotion because you have served and washed the feet of my servants. I will now give you a voice that will explode the mountains and strongholds of Satan among tribes of people and among different nations of people I will pay for it I will take care of it I will open doors it begins little but by the time it's over you will speak to thousands of women in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you God go ahead thank you Jesus be healed of all thank you Lord be healed of all Thank you, Lord. Come on, everybody. Be healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We got two more nights. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bring her back tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every single area of your life healed right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. 
tell somebody I just received from God the blessing of the Lord. hand. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your heart. Just play in the background there, bro. Thank you, Jesus. We sever satanic covenants made by satanic language. Come on. Apologize right now to each other for speaking to each other satanically. You can disagree. That's the only thing you can do. But once you start arguing... And then after arguing, two demons start talking to each other. I break off the curses you've put on each other in anger and wrath. Come on, receive it right now. Say, that's out of our family and that's out of our life. Receive it. I'm right here. We're delivering something right now. We're delivering your marriage from divorce right now. Right here, language that is divine will keep your marriage together and language that is demonic will rip it to pieces. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth right now, we declare that your marriage is no longer subject to satanic language based on selfishness and pride and deceit and sin. We break the spirit of impurity and all pornography in the family right now. In the name of Jesus, repent right now in your heart. Repent right now. We declare in the name of Jesus that you will never again be committed to a lifestyle in secret or in the dark, but you will be out in the light. And now I bless your marriages in the name of Jesus. I declare that nobody standing up will be divorced in Jesus' name. That all of you will last long and you will die together as old people. 
having served God, you will watch your sons and daughters walk with God and your grandchildren preach and minister and your great-grandchildren will bless you in the name of Jesus. All of you will leave an inheritance to your sons and daughters and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren in the name of Jesus. By the power of God, we end the spirit of divorce, having access to your mind in Jesus' name. Be at peace from now on in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody agreed and said, I receive it in Jesus' name. All right, be seated. Look at somebody and say, I love church. What a night. What a night we've had tonight. Put up the picture. Say, what a night we had tonight. Once again, I went 30 minutes over, so I lied, ladies and gentlemen. I went 30 minutes. I lied. 30 minutes of lying right there. Praise the Lord. I hope you can forgive me. We got this little fella from the Mount Nutrition Clinic. That little boy is three years old. And he just weighed nothing. Within two months, go to the other picture. He was a little plump, a little plump little dude. Never walked, never took a step. And then we just got the video. Little Victor. I don't know why they had to use, like, you know, the candy. But anyway, whatever. So he's moving now. He's really doing a number now. When that boy came, they told us, you probably won't make it. But you understand that Jesus Christ loves orphans. He loves orphans. He loves orphans. Huh? Yeah, Go back to yesterday's pictures. Pastor likes them. Little Victor. And for those of you that don't know, we got this family a couple of months back. 17 children in the family. 11 of them died out in the woods. Their home was two sticks with black trash bags. Never lived in a home. Ever. Never used a shower. Seven days later, after coming to the orphanage, the Holy Spirit through our children that have been there for years and years who are now studying to be lawyers and doctors and brain surgeons and and all kinds of amazing things. They spoke to them through an interpreter because they don't speak Spanish or English. And that was the result of giving them a clothes, bed, food, and hope. And ladies and gentlemen, for me, that's worth everything. And I'm like you, ladies and gentlemen. I've been in this 42 years. I, I, I preach all over the world. I've done it since I was a long time. Pastor church, did everything. And I've been hurt a lot by people. But I've never considered quitting. God taught me through every person I ever met, good and bad. My heart's been broken. But God heals me in seconds. Just take seconds now. Never be afraid to love. Because if you love, you will hurt. Because what makes you great in this world, ladies and gentlemen, 
is if you cannot feel a person's pain, you will create it. You cannot trust a person who doesn't feel your pain. Compassion allows you to feel pain and remove it. You will never exploit a person whose pain you feel. Amen? Well, that's it. You're going to give me an offering now. It's going to be a really good offering. You've been doing great, ladies and gentlemen. Do the best you can. You know, we are going to use it for the glory of God. We've, you know, God's blessed us amazingly, and I give Him all the praise and glory. And I want to thank all of you for your generosity. Thank you for helping us. But I want you to do one more thing. Would you come with Pastor to Guatemala? We go every month. Would you come and meet the children that some of you are going to sponsor and support? Would you, would you do that? Because they will love you. And they will change your life. They really will. Plus, I got a really good wife, good-looking wife, really good, and beautiful children. And it'll be a blessing to you. Praise the Lord. Five-star everything. Glory to God. Pastor, I love you, and you're a great man. You know, I, I, I just want to say, not that it's our last night. It's the kind of thing you'd say on the last night, but I'm so moved that I just want to say thank you. I know my people. I, I counsel them. I, the accuracy of the prophetic words tonight, I'm just telling you, it's just absolutely awesome. God, God speaking. God healing, God speaking to people. Some of you guys don't know, I know, I know a lot of stuff. I've got lots of, lots of people to pray for. And just to see my people being touched. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. It's overwhelming. Thank you. Come on, somebody say God is great. Let's go ahead and bless, bless What Matters Ministry and help those, those orphans in Guatemala as well as in 1500 in Africa. They minister to there. You can go to uh, whatmatters.org website. Okay, so if you, if you go to the App Store, just type in Ivan Tate, T-A-I-T. I can, I can spell that, praise God. Uh, stomp off at the table back there. It's got some books left. and My goodness, what a night. Ushers, would you assist us, please? It's only Monday night. It's Monday night. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, two more nights. How many of you say, Pastor, I'm going to invite somebody? That's not enough. Come on, raise your hand. You're going to invite somebody. Get on Facebook. Do, do, get on Twitter. Do something. Reach out to people. Get on the phone. Invite people. We can fit a whole lot more chairs in here. Amen. We can open up the lobby area and put it on the screen out there. It's already on there, I think. Those of you online, listen, if you can get here, get here. Amen. I'm just watching home. Very different. Being part of this corporate anointing, what God is doing is a marvelous thing. So thankful. I stand. Ushers, would you come? True.
religion, James says, is ministering to orphans and widows, and that is what we are doing right now. Oh, let's do it like we did last night. Can we do that again? Come on, just put the buckets up front here. Let's do this again, same way. Just put the buckets right up front here again. And we're going to sing, and as we do, you just come and give your offering unto the Lord. The entirety, the entirety of this goes towards the ministry of helping orphans. The entirety of this, and all of it. All right, come on, stand up on your feet. And as we begin to sing, you just come and we'll pray over the offering and service will be done for tonight. Come on, begin to come. for this marvelous ministry that we have received. We have see, received such a deposit, such a download for me. And there's two more nights come. Thank you for healing. Thank you for saving. Thank you for delivering. Thank you for baptizing people in the Spirit tonight. And thank you, Lord, for the gift that you've given now to these orphans in these two different places. Multiply it many times over the gift as well as to the giver. God, we thank and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Take someone by the hand, won't you? If you've not made a decision for Christ, give your heart to him. You will never regret living for him. Submit to him. Yield to him. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. Repent. Ask him to forgive your sin and come into your heart. Hallelujah. We'll hope to see you tomorrow night. Father, thank you for what you've done. Bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them. Keep them and give them peace. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We'll hope to see you at the barn, 7 a.m. to 9. We'll be praying and inter interceding for America. We'll hope to see you tomorrow night if you're able to make it 7 o'clock Tuesday night. Praise God.